Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous and wonderful Friday morning. It is Friday. Thank the Lord for that. And so uh, we get to have another weekend upon us. For those who have a weekend off, some people have theirs through the week. But either way, praise the Lord, we have another day to serve Him. So uh, appreciate all you wonderful people watching this morning. Let's see who all we got here. We've got Miss Amy Oaks-Turner. we got... Kelly Jeanette Swift, we've got Karen Smith, we got Jennifer Honeycutt, Darling Barker. Amy says, do you feel like you're in a game of Monopoly? You finally got the get-out-of-jail-free card. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it feels good to be out of uh, Facebook prison, serving hard time. So, uh, no, nah, I'll tell you, I, um, like I said, I, I, if you didn't see the post yesterday, I put it out there that I... Have, if you get a friend request from me, don't worry, it's it's legit. I've set up a, another account as an alternative because I'm I'm pretty positive um, based on prior history. <laughs> this will not be the first or last time that I'll be put in Facebook prison. But the main reason why it's not so much that is that uh, whatever they did when they banned me for that 24 hours, they screwed up something bad let's see i've got uh, several pages i have a fighting for traditional american values page which i have about fifty thousand people on and reach up to over a million it's nothing to to see that time and again so i don't want to lose that because i share a lot of the, the devotions or, or sermons uh you know sunday morning services sunday night Wednesday night. so i don't want to lose that to me it's a it's a good ministry and good outreach so i have that fighting for traditional american values page i have uh, our fight life bible church page I have my ministry page, uh, uh, Dr. Matthew Young, or Matthias Young, can't remember the name of it now. It's bad when you can't remember the name of your own page. But anyway, but the point is, whatever they did screwed it up. Uh, in fact, I wouldn't even, they even uh, I wasn't even an admin of my own page on, on two of them. And it had other people on there uh, as the admin uh, that I knew. I mean, one was my wife, another was a friend of mine from high school and and i had to con you know contact my friend i had to tell my wife to fix that switch that back and so as a result where we was trying to go live see our website connects to facebook so when we go live on our our, our website it automatically goes to the the facebook page and it wasn't allowing that connection praise god for greg mullins he's a, a valued member of the church and has done tremendous things uh, to help us uh, getting the word out uh, when it comes to our online ministry. And it went for him on what we do. He's the one that has set up our website. He's the one that uh, takes care of all of our internet services. So praise God for this man. He worked diligently. I'm here. The man had to work yesterday in his own job. Then he come home working on this last night, and he finally got it straightened out. So praise God, it is working. And uh, so I apologize for all the aggravation but uh, it was uh, circumstances beyond my control and so i've got uh, so if you get a a friend request and it says aaron young of course aaron's my middle name if you get it from that then you know it is legit and uh, uh so i'm just setting that up i'm gonna keep using the one of the facebook account i've been using but if things don't if i can get this straightened out with the pages i may be forced to have to go to this uh, new one i've set up so just letting you all know thanks to good old socialist fascism marxism facebook he wants to censor everything that uh, we put out there so good morning miss nancy tyree thanks for watching so uh with that said <laughs> let us uh stand and let us do our our pledge of allegiance here hold on 
I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, under God, indivisible, with liberty and justice for all. Praise the Lord. But, uh, I'm telling you guys and gals, we are very fortunate to live in this wonderful country. You know, I was... Um, Reading a uh, article, uh, Ken Ham. Uh, of course, for those who don't know, uh, you know he's the one that has the Ark Encounter in Kentucky. And uh, like I said, uh, uh, my church, Fountain Life, and in coordination with other churches, we brought Ken Ham uh, here to speak a few years back, along with some other uh, Christian speakers. And uh, he had an article yesterday on um, social media, and uh, talking about how in um, I can't remember the name of the Christian school now. It's a university, Christian university. And might as well plan and see. I'm not going to tell you. Hold on. I hate throwing something like that out there, not giving the full details. Uh, yeah. Uh, Massachusetts uh, is a Christian college in Massachusetts. You know, when I say that, uh, you know, my mom can't say Massachusetts. My dad always made fun of her for that. <laughs> but uh, Gordon College, it's a non denominational Christian school located in Winham, Massachusetts. And uh, they were sued, uh, and uh, because uh, they were, uh, it was claimed that uh, they were showing discrimination. Uh, in fact, I'll read a little bit here. It says uh, Gordon College is a non-denominational Christian school located in Winham, Massachusetts. In 2017, Margaret DeWeese Boyd, a tenured associate professor of social work at uh, Gordon College since 1999, was denied promotion to full professor at the university. DeWeese Boyd then sued the college, its president, and its provost in Essex Superior Court, claiming that she was denied tenure because of her protected activity opposing Gordon College's discriminatory anti-LGBTQ policies and practices. Her advocacy on her behalf of LGBTQ individuals at Gordon College and her gender, she alleged that university administration unlawfully retaliated against her for vocal opposition to Gordon's policy and practices regarding LGBTQ individuals. And uh, the college claimed that it was protected under the ministerial exception because of religious entity. It is not required to follow state and federal anti-discrimination statutes related to employment decisions. My friends, what we're seeing here is an attack on Christianity. This professor knew flat out what this Christian college what it stood for, she had to read its creed. It had to, she had to read its handbook. She had to be familiar with its policies when she took this job. She knew up front that this Christian school was against homosexual activity. She had to know that up front. You can't tell me she was that ignorant, but she chose to take the job anyway and then tried to retaliate and sue because they uh, would not go along with her LGBTQ uh, affiliations. You know, it, 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 so you see, I mean, it was just a setup for a lawsuit. She knew what she was doing. The sad fact is she won the lawsuit. See, that's that's the problem we're having. And just like with the guy that makes the cakes uh, and wherever it was at, you know, he was sued because he didn't agree with same-sex relationships. And, uh, and of course, he, he won his case. Well, a transgender uh, said they, they just wanted to, to see what would happen. And so when he refused to make that cake, here he's back in, in trouble again. Uh, with the court system being sued because he, you know, he's just a target now. Guess what? We're all targets as Christians. And you think he's going to stop right here with Christian colleges? What happens when a member of the LGBTQ community 
or someone who's affiliated with them wants to apply to a church and we say no because you don't go along with what we are our convictions as Christians, what God's word says, they're going to sue for discrimination. As you see here, we are no longer protected under the ministerial exception with religious liberty. My friends, that liberty is being removed at a very fast-paced rate. And that should be raised a, a very big concern and alarm among the Christian community because it will not stop at this Christian college. It will go further to churches Christian schools in general, it's going to broaden uh, what it does. Like I told you, just in Canada alone, I uh, don't think it's not infiltrating here. The man who was arrested, arrested, remind you, arrested because he spoke publicly against his, his child being transitioned in this transgender journey or whatever you want to call it. You know, uh, it's just like uh, yesterday when I was telling you all about uh, uh, Dr. Levine, who's over mental health. That's just over mental health the man needs mental help and fox news saying she and her and i'm like it's a man I don't, how can, I, I, it's how sick and crazy our world has become but guys i'm just telling you right now we're going to start standing up for religious liberty it's it's where our, the persecution we're headed for is going to continually get worse it's time we got to pull over our heads out of the proverbial sand and start making a stand because uh it's uh we're going to be under some major attack, and uh, we may uh, face jail time for our convictions. Are you ready? I mean, I'm saying that. Seriously, are you ready? You know, I went to a Christian school, and, of course, uh, Amy, she went there, too. But I remember, I don't know if she remembers, but I remember when we was kids, uh, you know, they asked, you know, would you stand up uh, in the face of religious persecution? I remember that. I can't remember what grade I was in. And, of course, uh, the kids at that time, many said, yes, yes. And I would like to think that I and my family, uh, that we would wholeheartedly, without hesitation, uh, stand uh, against uh, those who seek to take away our, our liberties, uh, our freedoms as Christians. Uh, but, you know, you never know what, you, what will happen when you're put in that position. You know, you uh, uh, seen different scenarios where uh, people have been put under the test and they failed, you know, uh, very, very easily and quickly. So my point is... When I say, are you ready? Are you ready? Because it's coming. Are you ready to take that stand? Are you ready to stand for what is true? Stand for what is right? Christ stood up for you. Look what he endured. We're getting ready to celebrate Resurrection Sunday. Look what Christ done for us. I hope you're ready to stand for him. And I don't know about you, but I think that uh, me being silenced on social media, this lawsuit with this Christian college is just we're just seeing the beginning of what is to come unless we stand up and make a voice. And we need to start standing up and quit just trying to choose my words carefully instead of playing footsie with the world. But let's go ahead and get to our scripture this morning. Uh, it says Galatians 5.16, Walk by the Spirit, and you will not carry out the desire of the flesh. And that's Galatians 5.16. Good morning, Christy Lee Aulis. Thank you for joining us this morning. You know, we, we read Galatians 5.16, but it's very important that we uh, carry along with uh, verse 17 as well. But I say, walk by the Spirit, and you will not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the desires, verse 17, for the desires of the flesh are against the Spirit, and the desires of the Spirit are against the flesh. For, those are, for these are opposed 
to each other to keep you from doing the things you want to do. Now, again, I'm reading out of English Standard Version. In case you have a version that is, uh, if you're following along, it's a little different. You'll understand as to why. Good morning, Anita Tester. Thank you for watching. Uh, you know, when we look at this verse here, we need to always be on our guard. You know, we can think of, you know, and I've, I've told you before, I'm kind of a history, but I like history. I started to be a history major uh, when I went to ETSU uh, for prior to going into the ministry because I, I really enjoyed history that much. But uh, so you you may zone out and, and be bored with it. Uh, I know there's some things that people talk about, and I, I just zone out. I could, you know, I just, you know, I don't know even what to, what to reference, what they're talking about. But, uh, you know, in World War II, when Germany invaded Poland, uh, you know, it, they uh, had a very, Poland had a very impressive uh, cavalry, and, uh, but there were no match to the German troops who invaded. The, the cavalry was, of course, ready and quick in response. They were charging with their swords and, uh, and in most cases would have been very effective. But when it come, when this surprise attack came, see, the Germans had, of course, had uh, their, their panzer tanks. Uh, they had machine guns. They had aerial assault. It was no match. I mean, you can imagine tra charging down on a horse uh, with a uh, uh, with a sword attacking a tank. It's not it's not going to happen. You know what I mean? I mean, it's just it was just nothing they could do. They were annihilated. They wasn't prepared. In fact, uh, you know, uh, I praise God that America was triumphant. But uh, but when it came to much of their aerial and uh, their ground uh, forces. Germany was a, a, a was a, a country to be reckoned with. Their, their technological advances uh, in some of the stuff, uh, you know, we had to really step it up to compete uh, with the um, uh, attacks and or the the uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking at here. Um, they had a lot of good stuff. We'll put it that way. <laughs> Right? So we had to really fight against that, and uh, they because their superiority of, of their weapons. So um, that's one thing we have to do. You know, we have to be ready to have a defense. That's what Paul's talking about here: is our spiritual weapons, and and how we engage in that warfare. Remember, the devil doesn't play fair. Just like German had a surprise attack, they were a strong force to be reckoned with. However, as Christians. All right, remember, see, the devil wants to intimidate. God's power is obviously far more powerful than anything Satan can throw at us, but we still have to be prepared in the spiritual warfare that we are in. Again, uh, the devil knows our weaknesses. He knows where to strike. And if we are not prepared, we can be very much like Poland on the cavalry horses trying to attack a, a tank. It's, it's just, you know, it's going to be ineffective, and you're going to fall, and you're going to fail. And that's why we have to be very aware of all areas of our life. Now, in this verse, uh, you know, in, in the studies of this verse, uh, one area that um, was brought up was talking about drinking and drugs and how it impairs your yourself spiritually, mentally, and emotionally. Obviously, if you are impaired with drugs or alcohol. Now, uh, with that said, now we I had one woman. She actually quit coming to the church because she didn't feel like we took a strong enough stand on alcohol. Now, if you can have a drink, there is no sin in that. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. One reason why we had we a lot of pastors and, and speak out against drinking is because not many people can stop at that one drink but then again it's very interesting how so many pastors are condemning 
those who drink in excess but are severely overweight at the pulpit. So, you know, you need to, to look at the plank in your own eye before you look at the, the splinter in your brother's eye, you know. So, you know, obviously self-control comes in many areas of our lives, whether it's eating, drinking, whatever it may be, we've got to make sure that we're demonstrating self-control. I have a weight issue myself that it bothers me in a very major way. And uh, my wife gets on me all the time. She feels I, I obsess a little too much about it. Perhaps I do. But, um, the thing it is, we have to be sober-minded, and we have to be ready for the fight. We have to be ready uh, for what is to come. And if you are uh, compromised in some way, then you're not going to be as effective in that fight and in that battle uh, when it comes and when it hits. Um, one thing that I wanted to read here, I feel like I've read a lot, so I kind of hesitated. I thought, should I read or should I not? Because I know I just read that excerpt from... Uh, the article uh, in the, about the College of Massachusetts, but still nonetheless. Let's go ahead and look at just one little paragraph here. It says, Ironically, the Bible ceases our familiar, familiarity with alcohol and its influence over people to make this very same point. This time it is addressed to God's man concerning his relationship to the Holy Spirit. Don't act thoughtlessly, but try to understand what the Lord wants you to do. Don't be drunk with wine because that will ruin your life. Instead, let the Holy Spirit fill and control you. Then you will sing psalms and hymns and spiritual songs among yourselves. Make music to the Lord in your hearts. You always give thanks for everything to God, the Father, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that's based on Ephesians five seventeen through 20. So the Holy Spirit helps us to overcome and fight in these daily battles. Remember, the Holy Spirit, uh, the parakletos uh, in the Greek, uh, that is the third person of the Trinity. And that is our, called the helper. And, he's in the, and the helper is the one that gives us, uh, which you know, is, the Holy Spirit is God, the Holy Spirit is Jesus. I know the Trinity can be a, a, a very uh, difficult thing to understand sometimes. We'll, we may dive into that again another time. But the point of the matter is, that's what the Holy Spirit is there, to guide us and to help us. And we are filled with the Holy Spirit the moment we come to know Jesus Christ, our personal Lord and Savior. In fact, I had a woman one time say, uh, pray my husband receives the Holy Spirit. And I was like, well, did he pray to say Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior? Yeah. I go, that, that happens when you get saved. No, 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 you got to ask for the Holy Spirit. I was like, I didn't feel like arguing with her because apparently... She was kind of way off on third base, but I was like, uh, okay, <laughs> so I went on. But, you know, it is, uh, you're filled with the Holy Spirit immediately when you come to know Jesus Christ, your first Lord and Savior. And um, so we have to be ready for that fight. We have to be ready for that ability. We have to have self-control. You know, we have to remember the fruits of the Spirit of love, joy, peace, long-suffering, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. We have to be ready, my friends. We are in a fight. We are in a battle. We are in those last days. You know, we're talking about these things with the college. We're talking about this attack that's coming and is happening in regards to Christianity. We, we are going to see uh, physically things that may happen in our country if we keep pushing towards socialism, Marxism. We're going to see more attacks on our, our Christian faith. But we have to be prepared spiritually, mentally, emotionally. And I think because... And that's what I think of God's word talks about in those last days. The devil, he's, he's running rampant. He's scared. Now remember, God is omnipresent. God is omnipotent. Remember, in other words, God is all-powerful. He could be everywhere at the same time. Satan does not have that ability. Uh, Satan is true. He is an entity. Uh, he is uh, a reality. But he has to have his demons to go do his bidding. He can't be everywhere at the same time. So keep that in mind as well. 
But again, his wrath is being put out there. He doesn't want, uh, he wants to impede. Remember, he wants to divide us from Jesus Christ. He wants to, to, to cause that division. He wants us to give up. He wants us to turn our backs on God. He wants to keep you from getting saved. That's why we have a world of, of blinded people because the God of this world has blinded them. And so we have to be prepared and ready to, for defense. Offense, you know, for many years I really didn't watch much sports, you know, and uh, really went until a few years ago I really started getting into watching football, and uh, I like watching college football, professional football, yeah, it's okay, but I, I really I like college football, and um, uh, it is uh, uh, it's very interesting when you watch that watch the game when you start understanding things about offense and defense, you kind of almost you see where the Apostle Paul relates our spiritual journey to athletics. And you understand the training, uh, the discipline, uh, you know, and, and, and what he was referring to, particularly at that time, the Isthmian Games was very much like our Olympic Games we see today. So you kind of understand, you see that relation between the two. And, you, and when you're an athlete, you have to be disciplined. You have to be proactive. You have to eat right. You have to exercise. You have to do these things to be ready and prepared uh, for whatever sport that you're in. Likewise, with our walk as Christians, we have to be disciplined to be reading God's Word. We must be disciplined to memorize Scripture. We must be ready for the fight. We must be ready for what is to come. And that's what we have to do each and every day in the spiritual war that we are in. And you can rally the troops and fight if all they're doing is laying around and being lazy. You have to be ready. A soldier knows his weapon inside and out. You know, you've seen um, the movies where they're blindfolded or they're putting the weapon together because they have to know it that well in order to uh, be ready for the fight. We have to know our scripture, our Bible, you know, inside, in, out. And you can't use the sword effectively if you never pick it up and use it. So be ready, be careful, and be sober-minded. You know, I'm not speaking against drinking alcohol per se. Like I said, having a drink, there's no sin in that. You know, uh, you have hyper... Uh, Calvinist or legalistic, legalistic individuals, you know, if you touch alcohol of any kind and, you know, you're going to burn in hell and, you know, <laughs> I don't, that's just, I think that's insane. You know, I don't think, in fact, in fact, I'm not advocating for drinking in any way, shape, form, or fashion, but they say that there are great health benefits in drinking a shot, remember, a, just one, a shot, remember, a shot, all right, <laughs> we said uh, uh, Hobby Lobby day, they had to look like uh uh, these huge red, I don't know, I guess they were flower planters or something, they look like a huge red cup. You can't drink something that big and say, I had a shot today. All right. But they said, a shot of whiskey is supposed to, uh, as an article popped up on my Google News here not too long ago, a shot at the health benefits of a shot of whiskey a day. Now, there's no sin in that. But now, if you cannot drink a shot, you have to have a fifth of Jack a day. There's a problem. If you can't go without alcohol for longer than a day or two, you've got a problem. You see, you know, there's, there's issues there. If you have a history of alcoholism in your family, most likely, genetically, you're going to be predisposed. Some psychiatrists have, have, uh, have argued that, uh, but most likely... Uh, that is true, and so if you are predisposed to that, then even having a shot may drive you into a, an area you don't need to be in, so you have to be very aware. And then, of course, drugs, I think, speaks for itself. We don't want to have any part of that, and I've had people say, well, what about marijuana? You know, God's Word says to abstain from all appearances of evil, and if it's illegal, which it is at this time and point in history, then I, you know, my, my leaning, according to God's Word, no, you shouldn't. 
with that said, I have no problems with medical marijuana. There's a lot of people in chronic pain. There's people who uh, are cancer patients, and if that will help them eat, uh, and then I have no problem with that whatsoever. With MS, things, you know, things like that. I, that, you know, that obviously, if it will help these individuals, no problem with that whatsoever. But you know, obviously, cocaine, meth, you know, things like that. I think that goes without saying. But we have to be sober-minded. We have to be ready for the fight. And like I said, and we, we talk about physical drugs, alcohol and uh, methamphetamines, things like that. But we have to be careful spiritually with pornography or what we're feeding our brains and our minds. We have to be very careful in that area as well. And women, you're not exempt. Like I said, the, the rise of pornography is, is getting very high among the, the female community. And a lot of these books, you know, and this may offend, you may not like it, but like Fifty Shades of Grey. I mean, you're feeding your mind with, with uh, garbage. And, you know, that's going to affect uh, your walk with the Lord. We don't want anything to get in the face of that. Now, we won't have weaknesses. We're going to have things that's going to, uh, trip us up, but we had to try to work hard to fight against that, to rise above it, and to do better. So arm yourselves, my friends. Be ready for the fight. You know, just like I was talking about World War II, when Germany attacked Poland. Man, they didn't have a chance. They mowed them down. And uh, we don't want to be like Poland and be ill-prepared for what is to come. We must be prepared for all contingencies, if you will. And the only way we can do that is being pro uh, proactive and being God's Word and be putting on the full armor of God and ready for that battle when it comes each and every day. Let us pray. Therefore, Lord, we thank you, love you, and praise you. Lord, thank you so much for this wonderful day. Thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, thank you for allowing us to have the ability to meet here uh, this morning. Lord, thank you for allowing us to get our live feed fixed. Praise God for Greg Mullins and uh, that he was able to do this. Lord, be with us in our daily battles. Help us, Lord, to be prepared. Help us to be ready for the fight. Lord, help us to be equipped. And Lord, let us be edified. And most importantly, let us glorify you. And let us be mighty warriors in your army. And Lord, for anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let them pray this prayer. Dear God, forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose from the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with your Holy Spirit. Lord, be with us, lead us, guide and watch over, protect us this day. And Lord, as I pray every morning, be with our president, our nation, that you'll touch their hearts and minds. Let them come to know you before it's too late. Lord, I do want to lift up uh, Kim Penix and Wendy Lee and Ginger Hood and Troy, Lyndon David Feathers, Roger Winters, Ron Thompson, Larry and Dinah Knight. Lord, I pray that you be at the need of Tester's friend and uh, as we're dealing with loss. Uh, Lord, we give them comfort. And Lord, there's been several within our church family who have uh, been dealt with a hand of loss and that you will uh, give them strength and peace during this difficult time as well. Lord, help us, guide us, and direct us. Let's be a light in this world of darkness. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Appreciate all you guys and gals for watching this morning. It's always an honor and a pleasure to get to do this. Uh, don't forget tomorrow morning's, uh, not tomorrow morning, tomorrow afternoon at 1 o'clock we'll be having our Easter egg hunt, ages 3 to 10. If you can donate candy, if you can volunteer, we would love to have you, could use you. Uh, and like I said, that's weather permitting. Uh, we plan on doing that tomorrow, so uh, uh, be sure and try to come on out and uh, be a part of that. And we'd love to have you for this wonderful event. Don't forget, uh, if you want to watch uh, outside of Facebook, you can watch the devotions, all of our sermons live on our website at flbconline.com. 
And if you haven't already, subscribe to the Darkion Chronicles podcast, Apple iTunes, audio only, and it is free. Well, my friends, I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day. And remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thanks for watching, and God bless.